Welcome to the Human Reboot with me, Emma Last. We have uplifting, inspiring and diverse reboot stories from people sharing the courageous, honest, authentic and sometimes difficult life lessons. The Human Reboot will provide proven mentally flourishing formulas and practical tips to help you to live life to the full, giving you direction and hope. Make your mental fitness and well-being a daily priority. Learn to pause so that you can get clear and perform at your best. Switch off to switch on. It's time for your human reboot. Today on the Human Reboot podcast, I have with me the most amazing guest, Ivy Chanel. She is US born and she says that she is of FBI origin, so French, Black and Indian, which we will get her to tell us a little bit more about when we start talking. She has established herself on the international music scene as a singer, songwriter, producer, dancer, vocal coach and now an author. Ivy Chanel, would you mind telling us a little bit more about what you do? Yes. So I have to practice what I preach. So I'm a professional singer, recording artist, and I'm also a vocal coach that help emerging artists and professional artists transition their career and help them level up <laughs> in their music career. And yeah, I'm just living the dream, you know. <laughs> this is what it's about. Live the dream, not just talk about it, be about it. And that's what, you know, spread love is my, my mission in the world is spread love for self, spread love for your fellow man, your significant other, creator, plants, the animals, you know, and that's what through my music, through my teachings, this is the ingredients that I use in order to be successful in life. So you've um you've worked with many bands over the years, haven't you? Yeah. So who would people know you best for working with? Well, I have my own 10-piece band, that's number one, under Ivy Chanel. And I also have a lead singer for CC Music Factory for the Asia and Europe tours for uh, Freedom Williams. And also Mo Pleasure, Morris Pleasure, played for Earth, Wind & Fire, was the music director for Earth, Wind & Fire for 10 years. And for Michael Jackson, he played keys, board for a This Is It tour. So I've been, for the past about four years, been his lead singer, lead singer for the Milestone Band. And yeah, I've <laughs> been also this three-style jazz band in Germany. And also my own, again, my own band that I tour with. That's amazing. So, okay, I'll, I'll watch my P's and Q's today, soon as though I'm in, <laughs> I'm in such, um, such famous company. Would you mind sharing with us your reboot story? So just a little bit about your journey, you know, maybe how you've overcome challenges or adversity in your life and how you've adapted and thrived through those changes. Well, I can take it back where I started in the music career. I mean, I, I started singing since I was five years old, been in the music industry since the age 15, singing hooks. I started, actually, I'm a, I'm a dancer first. And then I got into, my parents kept us entertained. <laughs> so we had to entertain ourselves, either modeling, playing sports, numerous choirs. And then, then I started singing hooks for hip hop groups. Uh, especially my brother. My brother's a, a famous hip-hop DJ. His name is DJ Cash Money. 
And I was like, hey, I want to get into the music industry. Like, he asked me to write a hook. So it took me five minutes to do that and then five minutes to record it. It took me 10 minutes to do that. And I was like, he said, you get paid for the rest of your life. And I said, hey, I want to go into that business. But my mother was like, er, no, you're going to uni. I'm like, oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> but it was the best thing for me to learn the music industry, learn the business, learn about business. Because now I know how to read contracts. And also to come from there to go into the music industry. It was like a male-dominating scene for us, the women they pretty much were like, okay, you sit still and look pretty. They wouldn't take us serious. And then I had to prove myself. So that for me to persevere and I had good people around me to support, to keep me grounded and to, you know, do things that's not going to go against my morals nor my respect for myself. Because the being in the music industry, you know, I had good people around me that kept me grounded. They gave me the do's and the don'ts in the music industry, but also to believe in myself that I can, everything starts with me. So I had to have that inner, uh, inner power that, you know, really understand when someone says no to me, that means not yet, or maybe it's meaning I'm not ready, or maybe they're not ready. So the ratio is really like, if you get 10 no's, it takes 10 no's to get one yes. Yeah. So I had a lot of no's <laughs> when I was starting. And it used to be like, it used to get me down. I'm like, what am I? I can't sing or like, I'm not good enough. But then my mother and my family, they said, no, you have to start believing in yourself. You can do this. Just because someone said no to you doesn't mean the next person is going to say no. So I had to first start with myself. Everything starts with me, even down to the point where me singing and writing songs for the first time in the music industry. I, I started as a, a session singer. And what a session singer, what we do is we demo other people's songs. And then I started writing for other people, writing for um, bands over, over here in, in Europe and London and Denmark, Japan. And then I started saying yes to things, saying, okay, yeah, put myself forward and say, you know, I'm just going to say yes. Yes, I'll do it. Yes, I'll do it. You know, I was busy. And then I was like, okay, that's how I started believing in myself because I put myself forward and put my words into action. You know, I started building my, building my reputation. But the main thing was building my confidence for myself, not for my parents, not for my, my associates or the people that was hiring me. I did it for myself. And that's why I said everything starts with me. If I, you know, if I want to be the best, then I have to hang around with the best. I have to watch what I say to myself because I'm listening to myself. So I always speak positive things to myself. I put positive things in, in the atmosphere because if I say I can't do something, that means I won't do something. If I say that, okay, I'm a horrible singer. Well, guess what? That's what I'm going to get. <laughs> that I'm a horrible singer. But if I say, hey, I'm a, you know, during that time, uh, a professional in training. And as a vo vocal coach, this is what I train my students today. You know, that's what I'm saying. I, I, I'm a professional singer, singer. I live the dream. And my goal is to help others live their musical purpose through, I want them to be inspired. Whether they go into the music industry full-fledged or they're just doing it as a hobby, 
I train everyone to do this as a profession, but it's up to them whether how far they want to go. My success is different from everyone else's success. My success is actually me as a person be the best Ivy Chanel that I can be, you know, and that's where going into the music industry and my reboot is not knowing anything to knowing a lot to the point where I read a lot. I read about the industry. I asked questions because as my mother always told me, like, there's no question that is stupid. It's stupid when you don't ask. <laughs> so, And another thing, too, a closed mouth doesn't get fed. That's one of my lyrics in one of my songs, too. A closed mouth doesn't get fed. So there's no mind readers. A person doesn't know if you need something if you keep your mouth closed. So my mother always taught me, my parents always taught me, if you want something, ask for it. Believe in yourself that you will receive it. You're worthy of it. You know, you start... You're every, and this is what I teach through my music, through everything that I'm doing. I just want to inspire everyone to say, Hey, you're here on this earth for a purpose. You know, you know, everything that we do is it's, you know, everyone have different gifts, find what that gift is. And then we serve one another. We uplift one another. And that's pretty much what my reboot is, is basically not knowing about the industry and then going to go into the music industry and start building my confidence level, getting wisdom and knowledge because wisdom and knowledge make life easy because once you know how it's like playing the monopoly game, if you don't know how to rule, know the rules of the game, how are you going to win? So you can't just wing it all the time. Like I know a lot of, there's a phrase that's out there that says, you know, fake it till you make it. Well, my motto is faith it till you make it. So I don't fake anything. Everything's real. You know, you see, see, this is what you get. <laughs> this is it. You know, if you love me, leave me, love me, or leave me alone. That's where I'm at with it. <laughs> so I just wanted to pick up on a couple of things. So really interesting things that you've said there. So I'm dying to know a little bit more about the fact that you call yourself, you're of FBI origin. Right. <laughs> Yes, I'm French, Black, I'm Native American, Indian. Uh, that's a Chelagi, Cherokee nation. Um, I have actually five tribes in, in, in me, actually. We call ourselves nations. So you know, like the Navajo nation, the Cherokee nation, which is Chelagi, which is our natural, that's our uh, original language. You have the Saponi, some Saponi, Nanakote. So in the United States, there's a lot of us that still we're still here. We just, you know, we don't always wear our regalia. Um, I wear a little bit of regalia if you look at my earrings and my hat and everything. So, I, you know, I represent, you know, I call myself, you know, look at me, I'm spicy, you know. <laughs> All these pictures, you know, I'm a melting pot, my, you know, my yellow, you know. <laughs> so, you know, there's something for everyone. And that's that's how I, with with my music and my, my songs that's out right now, and I have a new single called Make Me Wanna, and, you know, my, I'm working on my album. My album is going to be released this year. And that's what, it's something for everyone. That's how everyone, you know, think of me as a, a vocal DJ. You know, there's something for everyone, but we're going to keep the party moving. <laughs> you know, keep the party going. Yeah. Oh, it sounds brilliant. And I did have a listen to your new single as well, which is wonderful. It's a real sort of R&B and soul type yes, yeah. vibe to it, hasn't it? Live music, um, yeah. Yeah, 
Gorgeous. Thank you. So another thing that you said when you were saying about, you know, that you need to kind of speak out and what was it that you said? You can't, you can't feed a mouth that's closed. Was that what you said? You got to ask, ask for what you want. Yeah. Don't be afraid to do that. Yeah. Now I've done that, but sometimes it's got me into trouble. (laughs) (laughs) Has there ever been times? So have, have you had to learn to get that balance right? Yes. Timing is everything. And what I mean by that, let's say that, let's say someone's in a bad mood and you need to ask them something. (laughs) You should not ask anything yet, (laughs) you know, let them calm down. And, you know, you know, you, you really have to, you know, I work myself to a level and then if I need help, I'm not afraid to ask for help. That's what it is. If I need more knowledge, don't be afraid. Like, you know, I've been, quite fortunate even growing up um we had like the jackson five road manager lived around the corner from us i mean that's pretty much okay you know i had like athletes and my family is musically inclined and from the three degrees and you know from people like patty labelle her son used to come over will smith you guys call him will smith we call him fresh prince because in the hip-hop world my everyone used to come over to our house yeah and I'm like, yeah, they came for my brother. And so if I needed, I listened to the stories that they used to, like tour stories. And I'm like, oh my goodness, you guys are crazy. Like, But if I needed, like, I'm like, okay, well, I do want to know about how do I get my foot in the door? Like, what do I need to do? Or what do I need to say? And who do I need to go to? I wasn't afraid to ask those questions. Like, don't be afraid to ask if, if there's something that, that you need to in order to progress in life. Don't be afraid, because that's what we're here for, you know? It's just the timing, you know? You have to choose the right timing. That's what it is. Yeah. As long as it's something that's going to edify you and it's going to help and you're doing it for the right reason, meaning that it's going to serve other people. Yeah. If, if you're asking for things that's going to hurt people, forget about it. <laughs> no, we're not going to do that. It has to be something that's going to be edifying, something that's going to be positive and something that's going to that's going to help other people, serve other people. Oh, you have such purpose in what you do, which is so, it's so brilliant to see because from an ordinary girl, if that makes sense, who hasn't had much mixing with fame or fortune, if that makes sense in terms of the music industry, it always seems very, you know, it's all very glamorous, but sometimes it can kind of appear quite false. And I think there probably is that there within the industry, but that's certainly not you. Because you have to understand, we all started out as normal men and women. We all started that way. We're still human. See, the thing is, is when when you see on TV, you see the glitz and the glam, but you don't see where we have to like, when everybody's sleeping, we're the ones that's training. You know, sometimes we injure ourselves depending on what type of move we're doing. Sometimes we're tired. You don't see the practicing that we have to put in, you know, practice correctly makes perfect. I'm, you know, and I'm an athlete as well. You know, I used to run track, play basketball, softball, baseball, you, you name it. I used to do it. It's because my family, we always kept active, you know, not just for winning purposes, but just to stay healthy, you know, get your mind right. That's how I learned. Thank God for my coaches. Cause I, I used to be in junior Olympics. That's what I'm saying. My parents had me. (laughs) They didn't just say, hey, you just sit in front of a TV. No, you had to entertain yourself. You had to 
learn about sports because in sports, that's where I learned to be a team player. That's where yeah. I learned about leadership as well. There's no I in team. Yeah. So we all win. That's why I'm like, thank God I can deal with my band because it's even though it's the Ivy Chanel show, it's the team effort because everyone actually helped make my show a success and I appreciate them and I do allow them to shine as well. It's not just all about Ivy. You know, it's about the people, it's about the managers, about the accountants, about, you know, my whole team. So I used to be, again, before the music industry, a regular girl, and I'm still a, a normal girl. It's just that with the gifts that I have and the training that I have to be a leader and be a team player, you know, that's with any life, anything, because also I have corporate background as well. I come from corporate. You know, I had a nine to five, you know, and that taught me how to run businesses how to speak up for yourself and how to conduct business professionally. Like I had training, you know, I lived. When everyone is sleeping, I'm up studying and reading about the industry that I'm in. Like even now I'm like coaching and I just got off of coaching. <laughs> right before this, I was just coaching one of my students and I'm like, okay, now, all right, let's put him in Ivy Chanel now, the artist. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, so you got to know how to multitask, know how to switch it off and switch it on and, you know, and be, be honest, you know, there's no, there's a lot of illusions. People are like, oh, it's the glam and the glitz and all that. But you don't see when we're sweating and we have to do a couple miles to stay in shape and do vocal lessons and dance lessons and practice and then study and learn how to play the piano, learn, practice your chords, meet with the band members, then go to the interview. It's a lot. It's a, it's a lot. It's not an easy it's not, it's not easy. It's not, it's not for the, uh, it's not for the week. I could tell you that one thing. It's definitely not for the faint hearted, is it? No, no, not at all. Okay. So you have so much to juggle and it's really, it's really interesting seeing it from a, an outsider's perspective, because I mean, do we really think that people within the music industry are juggling all those things or do they just go and turn up and sing on a stage, you know, um, or do they just sit in a room and write a song and then it just magically appears? It's so interesting. Have there been kind of moments where you've had to be really careful with the amount that you're doing? You know, because obviously knowing what you know about me as well, I worked in the corporate world and became quite burnt out and didn't look after myself enough. Have there been kind of times where you've had to really watch that with yourself? Mm-hmm. <laughs> big time and I always got to check in on myself and make sure that I'm not taking on too much because I'm all, I'm only one person I wish I could clone myself about two, I need two more of me <laughs> so to keep it moving but the thing is you have to have a balance I remember I was doing this like seven days out of the week and I got ill because of it like the flu and all that and you know I just make sure now I, I have to, I'm not only just a singer, I'm a wife, I'm a sister, I'm an auntie, I'm a, a daughter, you know, I have, there's more to me than just singing. Singing is just one little part of me, but I'm also a vocal coach. I'm a business owner. I'm a, you know, I'm an entrepreneur, you know, I'm a mentor. I, a worship leader in church and, you know, I do a lot, but the thing is, is that I had to get my time together. Time management is the key to, to it all my shutdown, 
I cater for my family on my weekends. Now, if I have a show, then I'll substitute one of those days within the week. But it's like, I have to have time management and I definitely, definitely need time for myself. My mornings is usually me and my creator have that moment so that I could just sit still. Because sitting still, I'm coming from the United States, we're workaholics. And and London is right behind us. So, so, so London is like, same way. Now, the thing is, is that you got to sit still for a minute because you can't be just on go, 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 go. You really need to take the time each day. I don't care if it's just for 10, 15 minutes. Just take time for yourself and just sit still. Because I did burn myself out. And so I was working, coaching, singing, performing, doing a whole lot of stuff. And I said, you know what? I'm claiming my weekends back. Or I'm, I'm getting at least two days out of the week for me not to do anything. Because it got to a point where I stopped liking music for a minute. Because I was doing this like day in, day out. It's like, listen, it's overbearing sometimes. So there's a day where I, I'm like, you know what? I, I don't even want to hear it. <laughs> I don't want to hear the music. I just want to pause for a minute. And then jump in. Well, this time I take the mornings out and I don't do any business. I don't do anything. I do my, start doing my yoga, stretching, because this is what I mean about loving yourself. And this is what, what I'm about, what I, my mission is, is say, hey, people, stop neglecting yourself. And what I've noticed, even for my students, women are good for this. We put everyone before us, even business before us. We're the last one to get the love. But it's, we should turn that around. It's like the order is creator you and then your significant other family, then business. You know what I'm saying? So it's like we get that order really messed up and we neglect ourselves. And that's why I'm saying in the mornings, I put love on myself. Love, I love on myself. I'm like, I even give myself a hug. Like, well done, girl. Thanks for getting up, like getting up for yourself. You know, getting dressed that day. This is like it's the mental thing, little things that mean a lot. Like drinking that th that water in the morning, eating fruit or things that make you feel good. You know, that's part of loving yourself. It's, you don't have to get a, a brand new wardrobe <laughs> you know, to love yourself. Another thing that I do when I conquer a goal, I treat myself. Yeah. You know, whether it's like a little cupcake, you say, you know what? Well done. You deserve this today. You know, because who else is going to do it for you? Yeah. You know? And then when someone does it for you, then you're like, oh, wow, more the merrier. But at least you, you know, you love on yourself because when you start loving yourself, then that's when you start learning how to love yourself, then that's where you can start loving others. As they say, especially when it comes to if you're you're married, you know, it's like, especially the women, men too have to be happy too, but it's like, a happy wife, a happy life, you know, the mother, if the mother's upset, the whole, the whole household is upset, you know, so the men need to be happy too. But in order for us to show happiness to our family members, we have to be happy too. That's why I'm like, do the things that you love doing that you're passionate about. You don't ne neglect that because even when you get with your significant other, you were someone before that, that they fell in yeah. love with you, <laughs> you know, like, yeah. oh, wow, she's for the life. But us women, we get so bombarded of becoming mothers and wives and, you know, caretakers. And then you neglect your dreams and then you start being resentful. And that's what you don't want. And that's where I'm like, okay, I got to take time out for me. 
Yeah. That's what that is. So that's what that's what I did. I started taking time out for myself. And before we went out, I mean, when you can't afford it, well, you know, I'm still trying to save because of what was going on in the world right now. But it's like, you know, I used to take myself to the spa. Yeah. Just because. Just like, you know what? You deserve that this month. Yeah. And I think, so you mentioned before about when you were working really hard and it really resonates with me because... I think when I was juggling all my work and then I was juggling the kids and, you know, I felt like I'd really kind of lost my identity a little bit. And there was a little bit when you were talking about that, that that's, that really resonated with me. And then now what you've just been saying around that loving yourself and treating yourself and just taking that time for you that really resonates and it is something that we're probably not great at as women yeah we I do write things down I do write down things that what I want to achieve like before I go to bed I write down like this is what I would like to accomplish this week and then I just jot down the five major things that I want to do for that day and then whatever I don't finish or get to then I just move it to the next day and then at the end of the week I evaluate on what I did accomplish and then if I accomplish all the things that's on my list, it's usually yeah. about about 15 to 20 things that I want to accomplish each week. If I finish, complete the week, then I celebrate. I celebrate myself because you have to celebrate your wins. You know, in those, the five major things, the one thing that is constant always every day is my time. Yeah. I take two hours before each, you know, before I start my day, like doing business. I take about a good two hours. So I normally ask people, how do you switch off so you can switch on? So that's, you know, how do you pause so that you can perform at your best? Yeah, I switch off at a certain time. Uh, now, sometimes that varies each day because I because I deal with people around the world. So we have a time difference, which, which we're five hours ahead from East Coast and then eight hours from L.A. And then you have Australia because I still deal with people around the world. But I do shut off. That's why I said I claim my weekends back. Or if I can't get the weekends, if I have to perform or do something special, then I will substitute that for one of the days in the week. But I'm going to get my two days in. Yeah. Yeah. And I also there's things that I do to shut off. Because my mind, even when lying down sometimes, sometimes I'm like, I'm still thinking about business or thinking about that song or, you know, have lyrics in my head. And what I do, I'm like, okay, you know what? I'm going to work out. I'm going to stretch. Or what I'll do, I love comedy. So I'll watch a film. Or I'll pick up a book that has nothing to do with music or business. (laughs) And my main thing is comedy because I love to laugh, so. Yeah, I'll put on a comedy, you know, like a movie or something on from Netflix or or Amazon <laughs> films. <laughs> I love cartoons. That's the other thing, too. Like nothing, you know, lighthearted stuff. I like looking at even I, now I got into because I'm in London right now. I even like the Bollywood. Because <laughs> you know? everyone is singing, even though they're singing, but it's so lighthearted and hilarious to me. But you know, I look at some of the films and. Bollywood and got into like like I love Disney. Yeah. You know, I'll watch like Beauty and the Beast. I'll go to the park. You know, I'll go to the park because I like nature. Um, 
you know, just take a break. And that's another thing too. You do need to go out and smell the roses. Yeah. So that's how I, I take a break. Brilliant. Thank you so much. And it wouldn't be right without asking you in the Human Reboot, what is your flourishing formula for living? So if you were to give our listeners some tips or how-tos on how to live, you know, life to the full, what would you say to them? Well, first I identify what you want. Like really, because I have my motto and this is a motto that I live by and I also share with my students. Through the sky is the limit when creator's in it. What does that mean? There's no ceilings on our dreams at all. So when creator's in it, the one who created the heavens and the earth, who created me and gave me my gift, you know, I stay connected. They say empty plugged in. Well, I'm I'm God plugged in. <laughs> so because <laughs> I that's I'm like, look, I go to the source, <laughs> you know, <laughs> who created me. And I don't, you know, I'm not trying to put my you know, faith on anyone, but I'm like, listen, I have to be honest. This is like my gift and everything coming from my my Lord, my creator. And I tap in. That's why I'm saying those two hours, I'm tapping into God first to find out how I need to live. And I read Proverbs and knowing how to balance things and, you know, what's important in life and how to serve one another, you know, do everything with love because without love, it's just going to be horrible. Like I do everything with love because love is the, you know, be kind, kindness, be kind, kindness, open doors for you. I wouldn't have the opportunities that I have if I was a mean person. Yeah. You know, and no one says to the say, hey, you know what? That mean girl over there, I want to be her best friend. Who does that? <laughs> you know, <laughs> they're like, no, everybody's like, oh, I want to be with that happy go lucky person. Oh, she seems so nice. That's who you want to be with. So want to be that. And who another thing, too. Yeah. Whatever you want in a person, be that first. If you want friends, be a friend. If you want respect, give respect. If you want love, show love. So you have to be it first and also watch what you say to you in the atmosphere. This is not my lyrics. This is God's lyrics. <laughs> I think the best MC was Jesus. So, you know, <laughs> before, you know, for hip hop. <laughs> but if you look at it, because what it is, life and death is in the power of the tongue. So life and death, you can, you can actually speak life into the atmosphere then the universe will manifest it to you. You have faith about it, but you also have to have, you have to have the action too. You can't just sit here. I want a million pounds. And then all of a sudden a million pounds. Are falling in your life. It's like, or I want fans. I want people to know who I am. Well, I get just going to sit in my room. You got to get out into the world, you know, meet people. No one lives on an Island. We're all here together and we all need everyone. We need each other. We need each other. And that's that's my advice to everyone. Oh, oh I'm so gushing. This is just so lovely. <laughs> and are there any books, people, songs, anything that has massively influenced or inspired you on your journey? Well, I will say who inspired me the most, well, definitely creator because he's ultimate. <laughs> I mean, he's, you know, God is... He's awesome. And the reason why I say this is because I know that unconditional love, and I'm talking about that love. This is another thing that I promote is that agape love. And that's what my single is about. 
That agape love is that unconditional love where there's no strings attached. You know, loving you when you're maybe in the wrong, but loving you in spite of. And yeah, it's not so much about the people that inspire me. It's also about the people who are around me. You know, I'm very careful who I select in my circle, my inner circle. And in order to get that, I had to weed out people in my life because, you know, you have to find, identify constructive criticism and someone that's being downright mean, <laughs> you know? So, and then you have those people who are, you know, you meet people who are like, oh, wow, that person make me feel positive or that person make me feel good. And it's based on their, their energy, good energy. And then there's people that you may come across that you're like, man, they deplete me. They're like, oh my goodness, they draw me. They make me so low. Those are the people that you need to stay away from. <laughs> so defining who my mentors would be, it would be those people who live the dream that I was inspiring to, to live, but also that they give me something like I'm getting a good vibe, a good feeling. And they, you know, they're giving me something that I need to hear. Even when sometimes it's like, if they're just being honest with me and not stroking my ego, you know, and that's what, that's what I do even with my students. I don't, I'm not in the business of stroking people's egos. I'm in the business of encouraging you and keeping it, we say 100, <laughs> keep it real and honest, but it's their choice of which way they want to, you know, want to maneuver, whether they want to take that advice or not take that advice, but at least from my perspective, that's what it is. This is the truth. This is how you should do this from my perspective. My perspective is not the only way of doing something, but I'm being honest from my perspective. But that's the way, even with my mentors, my mentors are very honest with me. I'm very selective of who I have in my inner circle. And that's, you know, it took time to get that. Like I had to go through a lot of people to find out who are the right people for Ivy, who uplifts Ivy, who's going to celebrate me, who's going to handle my, my, my success and who's going to handle my tears. Yeah. Very important. Yeah. So look, my favorite book is the basic instruction before you leave the earth, which is the Bible. My favorite book is Proverbs. My other book that I love reading is Napoleon Hill, Think and Grow Rich. I forget the author's name, but it's called uh, Who Moved My Cheese? Yeah, I've read that one. one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, that's my favorite one. And uh, what's the other one? Maurice White uh, book. He's uh, Earth, Wind and Fire leader of the group Earth, Wind and Fire. His book is awesome. I love from a just just as a person, not just a musician or just as a person, that book is beautiful. Rich Dad, Poor Dad, Robert Kiyosaki. Oh, I have to can't forget about my alchemist. Oh, yeah. Paulo Cohen. Yeah, the alchemist is my favorite. Like I read that like four times. <laughs> and who inspire me, inspire and still inspire me are my parents. That's what I'm going to say. My mother is a queen and God rest her soul. My father is a king. God rest his soul. And I have to, the reason why I'm the person who I am today is because they made me who I am today. They taught me how to love. They taught me about who I am. I embrace all of me, all of my, me as a spirit, because my spiritual DNA is God's spiritual DNA. and that's I'm a spirit first. And then, you know, as a human being, you know, I represent my family. I represent my culture, my, my land and states, what we, what we call Turtle Island. 
before the United States, it was called Turtle Island, so I represent that. And I am the legacy. I am the legacy. And then and know one thing about what you have to do. Embrace yourself. Know who you are and just share with the world. Because there's many of us out here. You know, be lovely. Be your your life is a your life, there's a reason why you're here on earth. It wasn't a mistake. You're here for a purpose. So, you know, that's the best advice I can give everyone and who inspires me. I'm about peace, love, and happiness. Like Al, like Al, Al Green. Peace, love, and happiness. That's what I'm about. <laughs> <laughs> yes, me too. But I think sometimes when you're in an environment where you can sometimes be in an environment that has a negative impact on you and it can be an environment, it can be people and it can change you and it can change who you are. And sometimes it takes stepping back from that to kind of think, right, this is not who I want to be. This is not who I really am. And how am I going to change that? And who is having an impact on me in a positive way, in a negative way, just like you say? Yeah, that's the other thing about about your life. Also, another thing too is that I evaluate. I step back every month and say, okay, what was good this month and what wasn't good? Who was good for me and who wasn't good for me? I evaluate because you have to check in on yourself. You know, how are you feeling this month? Did you feel it was a good month? So anything that wasn't good, a lot of it is a learning curve too. Some of the bad things that happen, people are like, oh, well, it's bad things. Yeah, they're bad, but actually, if I didn't go through that, I wouldn't be able to do what I'm doing today because I need to be strong. I can't, when adversities and things happen, I can't just falter. You know, I got to keep it moving. I got to like, okay, I learned a lesson. Okay, I know not to do that anymore or deal with that person anymore or treat that person that way. You know, I have to also take, I don't always get it right. I don't always get it right. But all the errors that I've made, I've learned from my mistakes. So in order for you to be successful, there's many mistakes that you're going to have to make, even sometimes financially, which, yeah, <laughs> which really hurts sometimes. But it's a learning curve. I'm like, okay, this time around, I'm going to do, do it this way. So you have to be able to live with change because that's what's constant. Think of change as riding the wave. Because if you try to go against that wave, you're going to get hurt. <laughs> you're going to be falling and drowning a little bit. You know, you don't want to deal with that. But you want to, like, ride the wave, you know, and just know that there's layers to life, you know. It's not just first you was a baby, you were a child, then you're a teenager, then you're an adult, then you're a senior, you're an elder. You know, it is what it is. It's life. And just embrace it all. Embrace it all, every level. That's what I'm going to advise everyone. And something you said to me as well when we first spoke, well, we actually met because we were singing and being daft in a room. Didn't <laughs> and, um, you had sung on a stage with uh, with one of my friends. Yeah. So, yeah, so that's how I met you. But you said that that you say yes to a lot. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm cautious of things. I don't say yes just to anything. When someone say, hey, Ive, can you, do you want to sing here? You want to do this? Do you want to, like, because what it is, I have to think of myself like, all right, especially living in, you know, moving to England. I'm coming from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Yeah. So I had to learn there's an English way of doing things and there's an American way of doing things. Now, when I first moved over here, I was more of a sponge. 
So I wanted to know the ways of the English ways and, you know, the Brit way and, you know, even Courtney, you know, <laughs> blue or, you know, a nifty 50 and, you know, that. you know, had to get used to it. And then I'm like, okay, well, Ivy, you don't want to lose yourself as well. So I had to like visit home so I can regroup. So now I have a nice balance so I don't lose myself. But when I first, especially the first three years, two years, I had, I was like a sponge. And then I had to get used to things. And then I had to like uh, learn the ways of, of how you do things, but then also have a nice balance where, you know, I'm still in England, and but I can do business in England. It's just like when I go to Japan and there's different cultures you got to get used to and you can't be, you got to be nice. That's what I'm saying. Being kind to people help you, you know, to be kind, but also... You just got to have that balance, you know? Mm. Yeah, just have that balance where you can actually make a difference in any environment. Yeah. You know, I look at, it's not so much of people, what people could do for me is, is basically what I could do for them. So if I look at myself, be, be the blessing. That's the way I look at myself. I'm like, okay, how can I bless you today? Oh, you've certainly blessed me today. Oh, great, great. <laughs> I conquered my goal. <laughs> now I'm going to get that cupcake. <laughs> Oh, I absolutely love you. You're amazing. Well, thank you. <laughs> thank you. You're amazing too. So for, thanks for having me on this. It's a pleasure. Oh, thank you so much for joining me today. I mean, what amazing advice you've given. And I'm sure you will have inspired many. So if anyone wants to find out more about you, what's the best way that they can do that? Go to www.ivychanel.com. So I'm um, Ivy like the vine, Chanel like the perfume, okay? <laughs> so ivychanel.com. That's where you can get the artists. And if anyone wants singing lessons, there's a link to my vocal academy because I, I launched a music academy for singers. So if you want to hear more about and want to build up your confidence level and even just even to sing a song or, you know, sing at a wedding or karaoke, you know, it's ivychanelmusicacademy.com. I'm on all social media platforms, Spotify, follow me. Hey, I need your support. <laughs> Say a closed mouth doesn't get fed. I need your support. So support my new single, Make Me Wanna. Well, I certainly will be supporting you, Ivy Chanel. Thank you. And... I'm sure many of our listeners will be very intrigued after your beautiful conversations today. So thank you for joining me on The Human Reboot. Ah, it's a pleasure. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to The Human Reboot podcast. I'm Emma Last. And if you've enjoyed this episode, please leave me a five-star podcast review and visit thehumanrebootmovement.com where you can find downloadable free resources, sign up to my mailing list or connect with me on social. So that's thehumanrebootmovement.com. Let's switch off so we can switch on. It's time for your human reboot.